Welcome back to the Eat Scripture Podcast with Eric and Gina Robinson. We're in the middle of a podcast series on the Psalms. Yes, we are. And we're kind of, it's not random, but kind of random. <laughs> Randomly. Some days. Uh, picking some Psalms to do. Yeah. Uh, and We didn't like roll dice, but we did pick out the ones that we kind of were drawn to. Yeah. Just, yeah. But even no. still, when we pass one now, we're like, oh, wait, we're not doing that one. Yeah. So we may have to come back and revisit <laughs> some of them later. But, yeah. Um, do, do a part two or something. Maybe. Yes. Uh, anyway, so today we're going to do Psalm 88 mm-hmm. and talk about that a little. Right. Uh, if you're depressed, you might want to wait until another day to listen. <laughs> you might. That's true. That's <laughs> this one's crazy. just the only psalm that doesn't really have any. Um, what you might call it, Hope. kind of a yeah, yeah, kind of hopeless. It just doesn't give you that that redemption that you get to see so often, where something kind of culminates. Okay, we right. finally, ha, huh, okay, we can breathe at the end because he gives us a sense of at least a sense of something good happened. Right, is about even if it's about to happen. I mean, even even if he just says something good will happen, I just know it. I'm going to trust him. Some some of the mids do that. This, this is, is just a total lament. Oh, Total, where he just feels down the whole time. I think there's something, though, that we miss out on so much in our culture, in our church culture, even. We don't know how to lament. Right. And so these lament psalms are important. And even this one, because we need to, uh, I think, admit to one another. Yes. That there are times that we don't see the light. That's right. You're just down and there's no way out. You just, you just... People who say, hey, every day in Christ should be a parade or a cakewalk even, or just at least a good feeling. There are some days that aren't. Just, right. you, just and because I think Jesus, Jesus is your felt that he too. Know, yeah, exactly. He, he understands that. that we get overwhelmed yeah. by the bad things of this world. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay as long as we are hanging on to him the whole time. But yes, it's okay to tell him how sad you are mm-hmm. and how... Um, dark everything seems yes and and to tell each other I mean we need to share that with each other I think we're living in a really hard time that we're on social media and everybody's trying to act like everything's okay all the time Mm -hmm. and it's just not we're all struggling and we all have days that feel like Psalm 88 yes we do Psalm 88 days you can call them 88 days or I don't know whatever you want to call them but so I do think they're helpful. We yeah. don't want to stay there all the time, but they are helpful. Yeah. Well, I think everybody kind of knows our thing that we say, our spiel for a few minutes. So let's just jump right into this psalm this time. Okay, and, that's uh, great. And we'll keep going from here. Let's start by reading the whole, whole thing, I think, uh, 1 through 18, and then we'll jump in piece by piece. Okay. Psalm 88, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you, incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more. For they are cut off from your hand. 
You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with your, all your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave? Or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are you your wonders known in the darkness? Or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me to, uh, together. You have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. Hmm. Yep, it's pretty grim. Yeah. So... So yeah, it's not going to leave you feeling, you know, just happy, like happy go lucky at the end. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but acknowledging again, acknowledging that it's here, that God put it in His Word for a reason, that there's something for us to take from it. You know, all very of this human. very, very human, very important. Um, you know, if we are going to see Jesus in it, then surely we're going to look toward something like the Garden of Gethsemane. Right. You would think, mm-hmm. and just go, oh, yeah. I mean, this is, you can see how this is how he would feel very at much. that point in life. Okay, so going back to the beginning, right when we have that superscript before the before the psalm begins, it, we're told that this is a mascal of Heman the Ezraite. Uh, he is. But that was He-Man. He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Little action figures for this guy. So, yeah, I don't know how muscly he was, but he uh, was part of the group that sung and you know um, praise led praise in the temple uh, and the ta- you know tabernacle during David's day and the temple during Solomon's day um, I would say most likely that's how we should see it first Kings 431 he's mentioned first Chronicles 633 he's talked about so this guy is known and he was one of you know many who were part of that. Um, but he's also called in First Kings 4.31, Heman the Singer. Like that was a title. Like that was some okay. kind of, okay, this guy must be a good singer. I mean, he's known as Heman the Singer. Uh, people like it maybe when wow. Heman sings. So in um, the next Psalm in 89, it's uh, Ethan the Ezraite. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. are they brothers? Is that what? They're connected. I and, yeah, they're brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Ethan, so Ethan wonder, it seems like they are. I yeah. wonder if he was a singer too. You would think so. You know, they're both songwriters, for sure. Um, and so this guy's name, Heman, means literally faithful. Now think about That's that in relation to the song. Yeah. So he's down, depressed, it's awful, life stinks, he's not having a good time. However, he's going to stay faithful. I mean, I think that's the implication. Um, and so whenever he, or whenever we start this song now, we'll, let's remember too, as we're walking through this, and uh, that we are reading a dirge pattern. What we're doing is we're reading a dirge pattern. Which makes here. perfect sense for a lament. Mm-hmm. 
it actually makes so much sense so much sense yes and so what we're what we're expecting to see then is a parallel of some kind with a missing piece in the last parallel part there should be a missing piece and that's exactly what we're going to find as we go through this psalm and structure because that is a dirge that's yes that's what something's missing Miss- that we're sad because there's something missing you should get to the end and feel like wait this shouldn't be the ending there needs to be something else you know and so sure enough we see it used at other places in scripture book of lamentations is a dirge pattern mm-hmm. um, the story of Cain and Abel mm-hmm. from the time of their birth up until the death of Abel that's a dirge it's a dirge written into the text right there um, it's really there, interesting so it's, it's Job has a major dirge pattern in, in it, which is why there's no final, no final speech from Zophar, um, and and whenever everybody gets three, but he is third one is gone and missing, and, so, and and we should be going. Wait, nobody's convinced Job yet that he needs to praise God. What's going on? Um, and so. This is another, this is a dirge pattern. So we expect to see a vinyl piece missing. Now, what we also expect is to see very often abbreviated forms of the parallels. Um, and that's what we get here too. So our first one, just so everybody can see it, is in verse one. This is our first part, part A, let's call it. Verse one, O Lord God of my salvation, I cry out to you, cry out day and night before you. Now I go to forward to its counterpart, a primed, we'll call it. And I find that in the first line of 13, I have its parallel. But I, O oh Lord, cry to you. Yeah, so it's shorter. It's much shorter, but it basically says the same thing. We can see in verse 1, and the first half of 13 basically says the same thing. Now we go to verse 2. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. And in the second line in verse 13, the one right after we just read the first line, now we're reading the second line, be primed. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. Oh, wait a second. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. And then in the second line of 13, in the morning, my prayer comes before you. Oh. Okay, those do sound a whole bunch alike. Mm -hmm. Just shorter. Just short, just much shortened in the second part. But the words for the words for prayer in both of those are the exact same word, and it's not used anywhere else in the psalm. So it kind of makes us go, oh, okay, put those two things together. Those are supposed to go together. So so far we've heard him say that he's crying out to God, that he's offering up prayers continually. That's what we know. Now, verse 3, for my soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to Sheol. Yes. And then the C primed over in verse 14 mm-hmm. would be, O oh Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Mm-hmm. Why do you hide your face from me? Uh, so you can hear that. Yes, you definitely can. And the word soul in both those is mm-hmm. the same word and only used at these two places in the psalm. Okay. So at the beginning of verse 3. We hear it, and then in verse 14 again, we hear it. Man, this is really, yeah, he's sounding pretty desperate. You can hear it right off. Soul full of troubles. Life draws near to Sheol. Feel like I'm about to die, God. Feel like I'm about to die. 
And then in verse 14, it feels like they're hiding your face. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're hiding yeah, your face. Hiding your face from me. It's not a good thing. That's awful. Right. Right. So then verse 4 and 5 are going to make up our first part that we'll call D. So we've been through ABC. Those were all one mm-hmm. verse each. ABC, one, two, and three verse. Uh, and then D is going to be both four and five. And so when we're reading through those, we can hear it about him feeling like, you know, counted among those who are going down to the pit, a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead. So the pit, the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave. Oh my goodness. Like those to whom, uh, whom you remember no more for they are cut off from your hand. All these descriptors are, you already said it to me before, but all of these descriptors are death and just where where you where we go once we die how bad we feel about it you know or will feel about it or however we want to say um wow he just he's really having a rough go so deprived is verse 15 afflicted and close to death from my youth up Mm -hmm. so my whole life i've been close to death Mm -hmm. and afflicted i suffer your terrors i am helpless oh my goodness so you can hear the parallel there you really can i mean oh yeah it's just stark really stark um they're not the same words used in these two but boy it's definitely the same thought you it's just it's just coming out now if we jump to the next one then verse six and seven uh you have put me in the depths of the pit in the regions dark and deep your wrath lies heavy upon me and you overwhelm me with all your waves Mm. we take that down to verse 16 and 17. Uh, your wrath has swept over me your dreadful assaults destroy me they surround me like a flood all day long they close in on me well both of those speak of you know just this that talk about the water yes this water imagery and being totally engulfed like drowning to death Mm -hmm. and i've heard that's a terrible way to die oh man yeah Yeah. and he feels it so depths and uh, this overwhelming in your way with your waves like we, you said in the first one, and then connect that to flood and uh, being flooded and sweeping over, having his wrath sweep over. Mm-hmm. Um, really, in the ESV, we get the word wrath in both places. Now, that is not the same word in both places, but the thought, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the same Hebrew word, but there's no question. The idea is the same. Uh, I don't think there's any question at all. So um, you're gonna. We should hear all of this coming out. This water imagery, this wrath, and these these clearly go together. Then we finally make it to the first F in verse eight, and the very first line of verse nine. So it says, "You have caused my companions to shun me, and have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow." Yes, and then. that part over here says, you have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me. My companions have become darkness. Wow. So actually he is three of the exact same words in yes. these two. Yes. It's very much the same. And 
he's yeah. become an object of disgust to the people who are closest to him. Yep. And yep. The people he thought would be closest didn't always stay closest, and that he could count on. He's become a horror to them, or they've become darkness to him. Um, however you want to say it, it's just they're shunning. He's being shunned by them. Oh man, wow! This is really, really strong. And I don't know. Maybe saying here that his only friend now is darkness. Right. He could be actually calling darkness his friend right there at the end. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And talk about a talk about a song, a modern song that gets the same feel of a lament. Right. That's and what's the name of that Simon and Garfunkel? Um, um, well, and it's been redone, but yeah, it's been, it has been uh, redone recently. But uh, the sound of silence. The sound of silence is the name of the song. For, and boy, it is a it's a very heavy song, mm-hmm. and that's because they wanted it to be. They wrote it so that it would be heavy. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to hear it without feeling. It's a lament. <sighs> yeah, like very this much song. is a lament. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so here. Uh, where we're getting a lament as well, and it's got a heaviness. You can't, you shouldn't be able to walk away from it and just slough it off. You should have to go. Oh, wow! It's all imagery of death, darkness, uh, separation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, overwhelmed, overwhelmed by waves, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. Oh man, it's just big, big, big in here. So seeing all of that, then, and you go over now. Now we're coming back to the part we finally arrived at the part where we're finding our middle piece of the psalm, and we know it's the middle because it's the only piece without parallel. We're going to get to the end of the psalm, and we're going to wish that it was there. Right. We're going to wish the answer was the there. Answers, because this is questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like Look what's at questions. the middle of the psalm. We get six, six, six strong with questions. Six parallels that are shorter. Mm-hmm. And then there's in this middle six questions. Yeah. So like yeah, six parts on the first side, six parts that match them on the second on the end of the psalm, and then like you said, six questions in the middle. And so, so we're longing for the six answers. <laughs> desperately longing, <laughs> really hoping somebody will answer this in the positive, because right now we're feeling like the answers. The if if the psalmist is left to answer them, he feels it seems like he's going to answer them with the in the negative. Right. They're all yes or no questions, mm-hmm. and we want a great big giant yes. And the psalmist isn't sure. It feels like the psalmist might say, "I don't think so." I say no. Um, so we get to that middle piece. Every day I call upon you, Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Now he starts with that. I, I really do think this is part of the middle. Mm-hmm. He starts with that. It's not one of the questions, but this is what he does. I'm crying out to you every day, and here it is. Here's my basic cry. Right. Each like one of these six. sections, the first section starts that way, crying out. Mm-hmm. The last section in verse 13 still also starts, starts out with that crying, with that crying out. out. At the day and here, the this morning. one is, and yes, and they, like the first section starts out, I cry out day and night. Yep. This first 13, where it starts with the last section, uh-huh. it says, in the morning, uh, I cry out, but I, oh Lord, cry to you in the morning, uh-huh. my yep. prayer comes before you. And then right here in 9B, right. it says every day I call, I call upon, upon you. So oh, yeah, Lord. they all so they all give say that I cry or call upon him and give a kind of a temporal reference to it, part of day or yes. a day, every day. And all three whatever. of those are places where it says, Oh Lord. Yahweh. Yeah, yeah, and they all oh, three Yahweh. say, Oh Lord, yeah, 
exactly. So I think that's that clearly anymore. our three sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. So seeing that, then we go to that, go to what we really feel strongly about being in the middle now. And let's mm-hmm. just look at those questions. So you spread now the hands to God. And here's, here's what he's asking every time. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave? Or your faithfulness in Abaddon? In destruction? After, right. you know, it's after kind of life. another word for like a shield. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Are your wonders known in the darkness? Mm-hmm. Or your righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? No. Clearly, we want to answer each one of those with absolutely they are. Yes. Absolutely, yes, for sure. And the psalmist on his good day probably would. He very well might do that on a good day. Exactly. But today he has questions. And throughout the psalmist, we get a we get a sense there are times when we feel like these psalmists do have some kind of hope for the afterlife. But mm-hmm. then there are times when the psalmist writes, and you're not there. They seem to be questioning. I'm not sure. Right. If there's something to hope for after this, um, maybe even they don't feel like there is, but they want this. Well, to they haven't seen a resurrection. A resurrection, the exactly. Dead. They don't know. If that's so how coming. do they really have even a clue? That's Except what I'm always like. In the word. How do they but, know if there's anything? We yeah. have so much more to go on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even even in Jesus's day, the disciples couldn't discern the word. Well enough to see there's a resurrection of the Messiah coming. Um, anyway, that what we have here though certainly plays into the idea that this psalmist he's at a time and with a mindset that he can't make himself just jump into that framework where oh yeah life not might not be good right now but boy in that great by and by it's going to be just sweet eternity and I'm going to just rest in that it's okay whatever whatever happens to me in this life no problem he cannot make himself of course he can't make himself go there he's he's just undergoing day after day of struggle right now I mean for all we know he lives lived a daily depression I and mean, we don't know anything about him I'm just yeah. we have people who live in a state I mean it's not I can this. imagine Job writing this or you know yeah we just yeah. and I know we're still going back to people from long ago well, even so, but I think mean, about people Bible you characters. know who are yeah. today walking through some of these very things. Yeah, walking through great trials. They feel this way. Yes, and and you can't blame them because you know they're going through a lot. Mm-hmm. You know you you can't. You're not just going to walk up to them today and say, "Hey, buddy, it's okay. Cheer up. Turn that frown upside down." <laughs> um, you'd come across trite and rude and well, like Job's friends. Yes, like Job's friends. Exactly. Yeah. And you want to be a true friend. And that means acknowledging that somebody's pain is real pain. And it's right. and and even their anger at God or being upset with God or just being sad about what the how their life with God hasn't turned out like they wished, that that can be okay. God can handle that. It's okay. God can take it. He's not offended by them and their expression of their feelings. It's okay. And part of that is, I think, our... I mean, when you're in the middle of this, when you are the one writing this poem, Mm -hmm. you may not be able to see it. But when you're a friend who's watching someone else go through it, it's our um, 
own faith and trust in God that helps us to come alongside them. And we have to have faith that God is going to do great things in this grief and lament yes. that they're going through, that he's going to bring them through on the other side mm-hmm. um, in a more complete way. Mm-hmm. Right. He's actually doing something good even in the midst of this. Yes. And so that's how we can, we may not want to say that exactly to them in the moment because mm-hmm. that may seem very trite and yeah. Um, Uncaring. But in order for us to come alongside them, mm-hmm. I think we have to have that kind of faith. Yeah. And know. Yeah. And and having it can be. I mean, it just takes it takes time and effort. So it takes effort sometimes yeah. to to maintain that. Or we'd thing. rather not sit with someone in grief and yeah. suffering because yeah. that's hard. Because it does drag on you. Yeah, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. That's a hard ministry to have. Yeah. And yet important important is what we're called to that's when we do need to come alongside each other yeah but but knowing that this is here certainly gives us at least a sense that hey god is fully aware he's fully aware what it's like he put it in his book he knows this is how people who love him who sing to him every day this member of the praise team as it were and he is feeling this yeah. dragged down every day. We think he all of our be, all of our praise leaders. Be the worship leader. That's right, exactly. <laughs> we think all of our praise leaders must walk around on cloud nine with God every day because that's the picture we get so often mm-hmm. in our churches of what what it is to sing for God. Wow, these guys must just stay up all the time. They probably just their faith is always on top. But what if they're crying out to God every day and they're suffering and or we're crying out every day in our suffering and we have questions that we're bringing to him and we feel like there's no answer. Right. That's exactly what this is. This is him. Yeah, this is you. That's you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. And this psalm, I do love it because I I admit I love it on a literary level for sure. I think it's just beautiful on a literary level. And uh, once we see it, once you see how well structured it is, it just kind of really kind of strikes you with how much effort was put into this and just a bunch of random words I mean, yeah. you really wrote a beautiful poem um, to God about it so I love it on that level but then I also love it for the reality of it that it's just a great this is a great thing to get to see in God's word to know that hey they were they were willing to show the ugly side to God I should say was willing to inspire people to show the ugly side of faith too that faith has to faith has to pick itself up and keep going forward when things just don't feel good at all there's nothing yeah just go forward Ecclesiastes says there's Mm -hmm. a time for everything Mm -hmm. but there's a time for limit Mm -hmm. and we don't like to do that in Mm -hmm. church no we're not good Uh, we're not good at that and sharing our lament that's right because it's uncomfortable right living in a Facebook culture doesn't help where everything looks beautiful all the time. Perfect. Everybody's life's perfect with mine. So I'm not encouraged to share my ugliness. But, uh, I'm glad we spent time on it, though. I really think this is an important psalm for us. Like we said, it's the only one where there's just no sense. There's just no sense that anything good is happening or will happen. Right. Even. And, but I uh, kind of feel like because that last part's missing, the answers. Yeah. That it's that kind of left there for us. Yes, for me to search for 
the answers that they the the answers really are there but yeah he's left it here because this is how we feel yeah we feel like this exactly right we should hopefully we can arrive at that point where all our answers to those middle questions will be yes 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 i am confident even when i feel bad because i've walked through this yes and i've searched and now i know yeah but yeah i just i feel like even the way this is structured is telling me oh but there are answers Mm -hmm. they're just looking for them in other places mm. in the scriptures and yeah. continue to cry out to him to show me agreed well great great psalm I enjoyed doing this so I'm glad we stopped at 88 um, we will continue on with our series on the psalms next time and our next psalm is actually going to be psalm 91 so just a few steps forward folks and you can see where we're headed next Uh, Take a look and spend a little time there if you can over the next couple of days. We will look forward to joining you in just a few days. It won't be quite as sad. No, No, it should be a complete, hopefully give you a lot different feel by the time we're at the end of it. Um, But we look forward to talking to you and hope you have a great few days. So stay in the Word of God and we'll talk to you soon. God bless.